0: I'm Stu Whiffin and I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast, the podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right?
1: Welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode 30. My name is Scroobius Pip and I am here this week
0: again with Adam Richardson. It is the pair of us. Uh, we are two of the three men behind Pod Bible Magazine, and we are here to offer you up some more podcast recommendations. Uh, every week, we meet podcasters, we talk yeah. about their shows, we talk about shows they love.
1: I mean, after the last few weeks, the, the 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 buzz on the streets is that we're being referred to as the dream team. So, Stu is going to have to up his game when he returns
0: to host with either of us. Yeah, um, I mean, but you know, I'm not sure he's going to be welcome back no um, no it's it's getting awkward because it's just it's yeah.
1: just it flows so nicely doesn't it
0: it does we smashed these out in about three minutes and we, as you know when you do them with stew it <laughs> takes about half a day but um
1: Oh it really does but last week's episode was a wonderful one with a lot of ours J- jenny ryan from fingers on the buzzers Rob and from Rob and daily and russell and robert from talk art yeah. all last week that was last a hell week. line lineup.
0: It was. It was a great lineup and a great chat. Uh, so this week we're going to talk to some other brilliant podcasters. They don't all start with the same letter. No, I yeah. am disappointed
1: in that. But yeah. you
0: know, I'm sure we can make it work. Mm, well, uh, but we're going to start things off with a podcast that I first heard about when I think you appeared on their show.
1: I guessed it on it. I became. Their marvel correspondent you did. briefly i've been on there twice now i think and yeah uh, yeah I was meant to, i've been lining up to go on a few times but i've been busy but it's a, it's a favorite of mine t- to listen to so yeah it's yeah. the cinemile and we're gonna hear from kathy right we're gonna hear from kathy and dave kathy and dave what a what a
0: scoop i know both of them here we go right we are here well i am here with kathy and
2: dave from cinemile hello guys Hi. Hi Adam How are you? We are wonderful We are sitting here uh, in our living room ready- Oh wait, no, you don't want to mention where we are <laughs> No,
0: no, that's fine I was, I was going to say I started off saying we are here But we're separate yeah, We're recording then, this I've, I've ruined it Remotely, it's okay, it's fine So yeah, set the scene You're in your living room
3: We're in our living room I'm a, about two weeks away from giving birth So we couldn't travel to you in person yeah. So we're very sorry Because that would have been lovely to meet you Face to face and yeah, we're here to chat about our podcast. And thank you so much for having us on.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much for for agreeing to come on. You know, when you when you are so close to to the big day. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it won't arrive during this podcast. That would be in, that would be
1: interesting. interesting it would be interesting.
0: I think we'd keep it in, but we'll see. Let's see if it goes. Let's see how it all goes. But yes, Cinemile. Uh, I mean, it's a podcast that I listen to, and uh, I know a lot of people enjoy. But for anybody who hasn't heard of it, what is it?
3: So it's basically a very simple premise whereby Dave and I go to the cinema a lot and we started recording our walk home from the cinema and that's it. Uh, so we're <laughs> yeah, married. <simple. laughs>
2: right, it's been lovely talking yeah. to you. Yeah, thank you very um, much. That's it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we're married and have uh, always gone to the cinema a lot um, throughout our whole relationship. And yeah, a couple of years ago, we just started recording that walk home from the cinema. Um, just a bit of fun, really. And uh, we record a few minutes on our way there chatting about what we think the movie is going to be like. Then we chat on the way home about what we thought of the movie. So it's very informal. Um, you know, we often agree or disagree. We we have basically no influence over our opinions because we're not film journalists. And yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And mainly people tell us they like it because it's like walking home from the movies with your friends.
2: Yeah. And we're not, you know, crucially, we're not like Kathy said, we're not Uh, Film reviewers, that's not our profession. We're just, uh, like everyone, we've got opinions. uh, And (laughs) so it's very informal and it's just, it's the chats that you have anyway with someone when you come out from the movie. Yeah. Um, And the other thing is, it's like, there's no time for like considered rational thought. So you get very much this like gut instinctual reaction, uh, which often turns out to be sometimes you refine it later or you think, oh, well, you know, your feelings of a movie can change as you go on. But also it becomes very passionate uh particularly when you're coming out of a star wars movie or something like that <laughs> i
0: and bet you don't yeah
2: like
0: <laughs> I, I, I guess i mean so often when i'll go to the cinema i'll come out and a friend will say what did you think I'll go, i will "I don't i don't know i i need some time to process it so is that something that you've found are, are you watching films differently now when you're watching you're thinking right okay that's something i want to say straight away
2: yes in a, in partly this um podcast has ruined the way we watch movies <laughs> are you <laughs> making totally? notes yeah because now, well, no, well, we try, and for, it's difficult to make notes yeah. in the dark in the cinema. So we try. Not, I try to make mental notes because mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes, mental notes. sometimes you have a thought and you think, "Oh, that's a good thought. I should think of that. I should try <laughs> to remember that one later." But the other thing is, you just don't. You know, it's just like this stream of consciousness.
3: Plus, we're notes. walking home usually at night afterwards, so we couldn't exactly be referring to notes anyway. That's very
2: true. Yeah, that's but we do dangerous. have a
3: rule where we save it for the streets, so we're not allowed to talk about the movie at all until we press record. Though usually, you know, I mean, if you're sitting next to someone who's sighing like Dave was when see Star Wars, uh, you can usually tell if someone's enjoying a movie. But yeah, so it's it's quite fun to hold your thoughts. And, and occasionally we've guests and they'll start talking about the movie. And we're like, no, no, you're not allowed to talk about the movie until the podcast record is on.
0: Yeah. So uh, w- when it comes to the format, obviously you said that it was basically something you were doing before you started recording it. But were you listening to other podcasts before you started yours that sort of influenced cinema?
2: Yeah, I think, um, look, there are a lot of movie podcasts out there. Mm. Um, I think we're all aware of that. Wittertainment is the obvious um, big example. I listened to that for many years. Uh, Slash Filmcast is one of, we've both always enjoyed. And I think we, yeah, we, so we, we were consumers of film podcasts. And, you know, I'd be lying if we say we weren't influenced by some of those in the decision to make our own. Mm. Um, I think the thing that was the clincher for us was kind of having a, a point of difference.
3: Yeah, because I, as much as I like the podcast Dave just mentioned, I do get a little bit bored of listening to men talking about movies all the time. Yeah. And movie podcasts can be really male. So I, I would tune out and get a little bit bored. Um, but one of the things that did influence us kind of from a stylistic point of view was definitely Adam Buxton because he records when he walks. And that's what we do. And we love that sense of, I don't know, it just makes it feel more intimate and more Mm. real and more fun uh, to have someone who's just walking and having a chat than someone who's like sitting in a studio
2: and it it puts it puts you there I think a little bit more than yeah Yeah. the studio creates because you know we've done studio stuff as well and it creates um, uh, it's it's almost like a bit of a barrier sometimes between you and the audience Um, so by you know bringing them on the walk with us you get this sort of chaos of traffic noises and barking dogs and you know recently we got lost yeah we really get hard. interrupted
3: we've had people telling us that they listen to our walk to the cinema as they're walking and then on their way home they'll listen to our way home like people like are following the journey and that's really fun for us
2: yeah that's the Brilliant. 4dx cinema experience <laughs> so they're
0: going to uh, see the, see yeah. the same film as well yeah uh, yeah
2: it's, it's walking in our footsteps.
3: Yeah, especially people who say they go to the cinema on their own, which lots of people do. They say it, it's they kind of listen back to us and then they're almost like trying to interrupt and like chat and interrupt us because they feel yeah. like they're part of the conversation. Which doesn't work,
2: <laughs> FYI. That's not how podcasts <laughs> work. We can't hear you. No, but
0: I would say you haven't had anybody try to go for the full experience and actually turn up and walk
3: with you to no. the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> but we do no. drag uh, friends and family on the podcast a lot and we have had... Um, Couple of really nice listeners have have messaged us to say like they've if they've gotten tickets for a movie that you know if we could go along and we never can because we've got a baby and we live in Surrey but yeah it's really quite interactive like that it's quite fun yeah that's great yeah
2: we've got a really engaged uh, fan base which is lovely Uh, and we talk to them all the time on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram and and emails because people are just passionate about. Movies, which is, we all know And know that, Mm -hmm. but I think you also Can like, what I love about movies In general is the discourse and the dialogue That's opened up afterwards Um, And we love having that, particularly when you disagree On things, like we didn't, neither of us Liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood And so many of our listeners really strongly objected to our opinion of that right and uh, we had some of the most interesting sort of conversations with yeah. people following that up via email um, and
3: almost all reasonable which is unusual in film discourse uh, the people who listen to us seem to be quite nice
4: yeah that we is. we only rare. got a
3: faint bit of trolling over our joker review <laughs> um, and maybe a little bit over once in time in hollywood but almost always everyone's like really fun and nice so we've, we've been quite lucky with that
0: and and do you find that do, do the pair of you tend to to agree a lot of the time or do you find that a lot of your most popular episodes are perhaps where you come out and you have differing opinions
2: <laughs> yeah uh, uh, we we don't always agree we often agree we tend to do have pretty similar tastes yeah. but we do differ on some and uh, some things um and yeah, yeah you're right the no doubt the most popular episodes are when we don't agree because there's something kind of uh, deliciously voyeuristic mm-hmm. about listening in on a married couple having an having a, an argument <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason when you're in that moment we're unable to disguise our sort of resentment that comes comes up from the movie or the, you know it does it does get heated because we are a married couple and we don't have those sort of traditional social politeness you'd have yes. with a, say a professional co-host or something so the mask does slip and also the fact that we're we're just out walking as we home, which we would do anyway. You just forget that there's a recorder and you're just like, no, you're wrong. Here's why.
3: Yeah. That's why some of our biggest episodes have actually been, usually our biggest episodes correlate with box office. So like Avengers, for example, but some of the more, some of the smaller ones like Ladybird, cause we, I can't even remember now why, but we had a massive fight over Ladybird. I that's remember massive, really? people share those episodes because they think it's funny <laughs> and like La La Land and
2: yeah kathy took again lady and then <laughs> never understand the most
3: recent star wars uh i can't even remember the name oh rise of the skywalker that one people are like team dave team kathy it was quite uh, funny, funny. But like most yeah most of the time it's not like that though but when it is people seem to love it
0: and how's it work with with guests you you've mentioned that you've had some guests in in the past well firstly could you maybe go through some that you've had and uh have there been any in particular where maybe they've had a differing opinion and you've had to sort of be a bit more polite than perhaps you would be with each other and
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, well so it started out because the podcast is like part of our lives and mm. um, we just do it every week and we've been doing it for almost four years now we whenever we have friends or family visiting from ireland we tend to drag them to the cinema so early on we had guests and then we won best new podcast at the british podcast awards in yeah. 2017 so we went from having a podcast that nobody listened to except our friends and family to lots of people listening. And actually, one of the first people who reached out to us was Scroobius Pip, saying he really liked the concept. So we invited him on. As he might have been the first guest we had on who we'd never met before, right? And it was quite a funny thing because you, our podcast takes a few hours. It's not like a quick studio thing. Like you have to go to the cinema with the person and for <laughs> yeah, a walk exactly. with them. And. Um, I actually had never even listened to distraction pieces, but Dave was like a huge fan of it. And so Dave was like almost a little bit starstruck to meet Kirby Spip, whereas I like didn't know him. So it's just like going to the cinema with this guy. Um so that was brilliant. He came on because he loves Marvel movies, so he's come on for a couple of Marvel movies now. Um and we had did have some disagreements, I believe, but I can't even remember. I tend to be not interested in the Marvel movies. (laughs) Then we've had like some of the guys from the Empire Film Podcast, Chris Hewitt and Helen O'Hara reached out recommending us we invited them on, which was really fun. We had Craig Parkinson from the uh, Two, Two Shot Podcast, Podcast uh, come on. So we've just had loads of, um, I mean, we've had too, probably too many to mention. It's it's very infrequent because, frankly, it's so difficult to organise. Because people live all over England. Mm. You have to commit to, like, you know, three, four hours of going to the cinema together. Yeah, it's hard to get to the cinema. Yeah, you. like, Scooby's Pip's so nice. He's driven out to Surrey when he's come on <laughs> to get to our local cinema, which is, like, embarrassing that he did that, but, like, so nice. And we've met, we meet people in the city so yeah, it's usually just somebody that we've usually connected to on Twitter who or whose podcast we like, and the, we just chance our arms and invite them on.
2: The other uh, the other episode we had uh, last year, 2019, was we did our first live show at the Latitude Festival with the uh, director Asif Kapadia, yes. who uh, did Diego Maradona okay. and uh, Senna and Amy.
3: Yeah, that was like um, pretty much the peak of, of excitement we've had about the podcast.
2: Yeah, that was that was really fun. Uh, we had a great we had a great time. We didn't get to walk or it's it's hard to walk around a festival with another person and, and an audience. The entire audience. <laughs> yeah. We didn't quite crack that nut, um, but but we we uh, but we did, we had a great chat. He was a lovely guy. We
3: couldn't believe we had like an Oscar-winning director on, um, and because the, the festival hooked that up because they invited us to come and do a show, which we were like amazed by. Mm. And then we were like, well, our show doesn't quite work. Like it can't just be the two of us on stage that isn't really what we do but we do sometimes have guests if you could get us a guest and they're like well are you interested in asif kapadia oscar-winning director we're like yeah thanks we will take yeah him. that'll <laughs> do
0: yeah that'll be fine <laughs> fantastic that's that's great and uh, what about plans moving forward just sort of continue as you are obviously you're going to be i'm guessing having a little short break when the when the new baby arrives but
3: i mean actually a really big achievement for us has frankly just been keeping up the podcast because since we launched it we had a baby right and um, we both have full time jobs. Um, about to have another baby, so the fact that we've kept it up once a week is something we're just really proud of. Anyway, yeah, um, we loved doing the live show. That was amazing, so we'd love to do that again. But it needs to be the right setting and the right guest. Otherwise, it, it would just be a bit odd. Mm. And then we did we launched a Patreon last year, which we do a lot of TV reviews on retro movies, which has been really fun. And um, but yeah, honestly, the challenge over the next six months will just be to get to the cinema.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, they have parent and baby screenings. Yeah, I loved so those I
3: can... on my last maternity, so I plan on doing lots of those again. It's great. You go, like, in the middle of the day, you bring a baby who's ideally sleeping, and you just eat cake and watch yeah. a movie. So they're lovely. You as haven't as well.
2: lived till you've watched a movie with a room full of screaming babies, <laughs> let me tell you. Yes. I mean,
0: well, I, I won't reveal how I feel about that idea, but uh, it sounds kind of terrifying, but I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it's great. Okay, brilliant. Well, thank you very much to both of you, Cathy and Dave. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully our listeners will, will go and check out Cinemile very soon.
3: Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Thanks.
0: Thanks. So, thank you to Kathy and Dave for that, and particularly because I believe Kathy uh, was extremely pregnant when we had this chat, so we recorded it over the internet, uh, and since then uh, they've gone on to have the baby. So, Amazing. big congratulations to them. Yes, um, and
1: expect a lot of um, kids' films in their reviews for the next few months, <laughs> or stuff that's available on home release yes. rather than in the cinema, because that, that can happen. Um when they had their first child, um, there was a lot of episodes that were David going on his own to mm. the cinema yeah. <laughs> and Kathy going on her own to, to, to mother and baby screenings and things like that. So I love how that stuff influences and gels yeah. the Yeah, it's good the that podcast.
0: They, they have the workaround rather than just be like, we're just going to take a few months off because parenthood's quite hard. They're like, no, got to be committed to the podcast. And again, obviously...
1: it's, I mean, it's worth mentioning I heard about it initially because they won – awards mm. uh, the british podcast awards and yeah it's a wonderful podcast so that was good to hear from them so we should probably have a little break ha- have some milk i'll burp you um, and then we can get on to our recommendations
0: uh, oh amazing uh, much better fantastic. right fantastic yeah i'm pretty much ready for my nap but we should probably uh Get these. Yeah, done. we should the recommendations. We should,
1: and I'll tell you what the recommendation on on this one is a beautiful one for um, for bedtimes because it's so calming. But I won't say what the recommendation is, but I will tell you it's Ian McIntosh from Muddy Knees Media. So let's hear what he's got to say. We are here today with Ian McIntosh of Muddy Knees Media, a totally football show and a myriad of other podcasts are on that network. And Ian, you're here today to recommend a podcast.
4: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Forest four oh four by the BBC. Not least because I think stuff like this is exactly what the BBC should be doing. It's exactly what they're really good at. Um there's obviously been a little bit of tension in the industry over BBC sounds and certain aspects of that. Um but Forest four oh four I think it it really shows what can be done in this space because this is a um, a sort of sci-fi ecological thriller with enormously high production values, very, very highly stylized, and it sounds new and fresh and it's ambitious and uh, at the base of it is a really compelling storyline. But the most important thing is that this would be very, very hard for a commercial company to do. And the BBC have the resources and the strength to be able to go, all right, we're going to move into, into this space and this is how we're going to do it. And it's really brave. It's really bold. Uh, it's fantastic storytelling. But I think the thing I like about it most is what it augurs for the industry as a whole. Because in terms of audio fiction, I think we now have a clearer idea that people are into this. Mm-hmm. You go back 15, 20 years and everything starts and stops with Radio 4 basically mm-hmm. and a few cassettes listened to predominantly by old ladies in local libraries but it's mostly Radio 4 and you've got probably this, this massive logjam of talent outside Broadcasting House all these writers and voiceover artists and audio actors who if they're not on Radio 4 they're not going to get anywhere now they can actually get somewhere and we know that people like this because we've seen the success of Audible and uh, all of the the original fiction and the adaptations that they're doing. So we know that this is something that can really, really grow, and it takes it in directions. Again, it couldn't have done on commercial radio, and it probably, if it had done on Radio 4, it would have done quite late at night on a Tuesday, Um, and it's taking audio fiction mainstream. Uh, and it's, it's such a strong effort from the BBC.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I listened to the first episode in preparation. Uh, very much enjoyed it. We'll be listening to the rest as well. But one, one thing I like is that they, they release an episode and then they release sort of two episodes to go with it or two sort of separate um, podcasts. So the first one it tends to be like a talk um, about the subjects that were raised in, in that episode, and then they have another one which is just the soundscape from it. Yeah. And all the music is done by Bonobo, I believe. Um, it sounds brilliant. Yeah. yeah,
4: it's incredible, and it's um, it, it's built to listen to on headphones. Definitely, um, it it's, you know it, the story still sounds very good if it pops out your smart speaker or um, you listen to it on your phone when it's on, on your on the hood of your cooker. So yeah. I listen to most podcasts, <laughs> um, but in, uh, in in the headphones, it sounds incredible.
0: That sounds quite dangerous, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to live on the edge. <laughs> Risky business. Fantastic. Thank you, Ian. Uh, of course, Ian from Muddy Knees Media, who are responsible for the Totally Football show, series linked, and a load of other great podcasts as well. Uh, Forest404.
1: Yeah, it's an amazing one, and I find all the kind of the BBC produced, and that was a BBC Sounds one, and they just all, I don't know, they're so nicely produced. They're such, It's such b- b- beautiful soundscapes, which a lot of podcasting can be. Here, we're being all all, all rogue and yeah. overlapping and it's not that good good quality. They produce really beautiful things of for, Forest Forward last year, I believe, was one of those standout yeah. shows. Definitely.
0: Yeah. I love the fact they've got the accompanying episodes that are all just the soundscapes and yeah. the music. Yeah. It's a really cool way of doing it. So thanks to Ian for that. Uh, we've got another recommendation, as always, and we have somebody who I think she was on our first episode. Yes,
1: it? but I mean, this is getting awkward now because this is another podcast I've guested on. Mm. Um, so, Kate Thornton of White Wine Question Time. But we're not here to talk about her podcast, so we don't have to we don't address have to talk about the your fact that appearances, I, my appearances. So, um, let's hear what she's got to recommend. Okay, we are joined today by Kate Thornton of White Wine Question Time. Kate, we would love you to recommend a podcast. Uh,
5: I think one of the most exciting podcasts on the market is David Tennant does a podcast. And he's a revelation. And I kind of understand where his thinking's at, because my podcast, I suppose, is much the same. I interview my friends, um, and that's pretty much what he's done thus far. And I love the way he chats to people. He is so disarming. He is such a genuine guy. I hope he is. I've never met him in my life. But he's done that magical thing that very few broadcasters can do actually and that's become a friend and that's really difficult i've spent years in radio understanding how hard that is actually you know terry wogan was the ultimate friend to wake up with and you never really appreciate a good broadcaster until you hear a bad one yeah and it's a bit like live tv as well you know when you can see somebody that even if it's all going wrong it's all right they've got it you're like this is fun but yeah. If they haven't got it, it's toe curling. Yeah. And for me, David Tennant has got it. And he takes you into his friendships, working relationships that have tipped into friendship, with some of the biggest names in the world and some really interesting characters as well. So I think it's a really class project and I would implore you to listen. It's 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 a treat.
1: Who has he had on? Is there any guests that have Said been standouts Olivia, for you?
5: Yeah. Olivia Coleman was great. Oh, wow. Um and hearing their kind of friendship. Jennifer Garner was brilliant. Whoopi Goldberg was amazing. Michael Sheen. I mean, I really have listened to every yeah. episode. And they're all great names. And I really can't wait to see what he comes up with next.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Kate. And uh, David Tennant does a podcast with is another... I've got to be honest with you. It's one of those podcasts that came out and I thought, OK, is another big name.
4: Yeah. And it's
0: another big name doing interviews. Yep. Is this one that I can probably skip? But Dear God, can he?
1: He's so warm and so welcoming
0: is. and so likable and friendly. It's yeah, and that episode with Olivia Colman, obviously. Yeah. You know, she's a national treasure, basically. But the fact that they have so much history yeah. means that it was the kind of interview that perhaps nobody else could have got.
1: Yeah, C- completely agree on all all levels of that. Saw that initially and thought, oh, huge name doing a podcast. Mm. All right, is it going to last? Are they going to be dedicated? Are they going to care? Yeah, I mean, like just, me, yeah. He's amazing, though. Just just really so warm and so personal. and, and, And they feel so relaxed and casual. So, yeah, wonderful recommendation from the equally wonderful Kate Thornton.
0: Yeah. So that is it for this week. Uh, before we go, we should talk about our live show, which we have coming up very soon, uh, yes. Birmingham Podfest. Yes,
1: now, Saturday, 28th of March, 1pm. At the Birmingham Town Hall.
0: Yes. Yeah, so what is the format? How does it work? What are we doing?
1: Um, it's going to be us chatting to the Drunk Women Solving Crime and Richard Herring, and we're going to be talking about their podcasts, and we're going to be talking about podcasts that they want to recommend, which... You might be familiar with that 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 format as you've just been listening to exactly that. So yeah. It's a format I can get on board with. But yeah, it's 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 great fun. We did our first um live one earlier in the year at King's Place for the launch of issue 7 mm-hmm. of the Pod Bible magazine. And yeah, it just flowed so naturally and so nicely on stage. So yeah, can't wait to get It did. Get get out there again.
0: Yeah, and we should say that um, um, people will have seen online. We had Kate Hutchinson from uh, Last Bohemians and Brett Goldstein from Films to Be Buried With. Don't worry; those episodes will be coming. Um, we're just editing out all the uh, awful swearing and uh, stuff. That, you know,
1: <laughs> and just all the all the stand innovations and yeah.
0: all that, because it broke it you up have to a Cut bit. them down a
1: bit. Yeah, just every time I I said something really powerful, it would. <clears>
0: throat> throat> Become
1: a disruptor of the evening. So, yeah.
0: And the booing, when when Stu said something, it was just, it sort of distorted the mic. So, there's a lot of dealing with that kind of stuff. There was
1: that. We're leaving the streaker in.
0: Yeah. um, Because it doesn't matter, does it? Audio,
1: you can't touch us. No. You just Um, a bit of slapping. But where you can digitally touch us is on all social media platforms at Pod Bible Mag on Twitter and Instagram and Pod Bible on Facebook.
0: Yes. We have a website. Which is podbiblemag.com, where you can read our magazine. We've got seven lovely issues for you to uh, have a read of there. You can download it to your your phone, or we've got a little 3D flipbook thing, which is pretty exciting. Yeah,
1: it's it's lovely that you can read it offline and online kind of thing, that you can just grab it and go.
0: Yeah, and if you want the feel of uh, cold paper in your hands, then you can order issues to your door, you can read our blog there, and you can sign up for our well, I say brand new, it's been going for quite a few weeks now, uh, our newsletter. Yes, indeed. So, um, yeah. That's it really, isn't There's it? Look, going on. Right, you can
1: email us, info at podbiblemag.com, if you want to give us some recommendations or talk about your podcast, and we're always happy to hear anything podcast-based. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that is it. We will be back next week for more wonderful podcast chat.
0: Thank you very much for listening.